0: Hello, I'm Dr. Geraldine Agee, Miles College Provost and Senior Vice President of Academic Affairs, and I'm here to tell you that now is your time. Miles College is Birmingham's premier four year HBCU. We offer intimate class sizes, accessible faculty, and a personalized career plan with you in mind. Whether it's your first time in college or you want to return and finish, please come experience Miles College and let us invest in your future.
1: You good? That's right. You look scared. You look I'm nervous. Just thinking. I'm tired. <laughs> you hot? I'm about to take the, take the jacket <laughs> off. <laughs> you got a little hot. You Go know? ahead and take that jacket off, man.
0: All right, man. <laughs> a little
1: warm. A little toasty. A little toasty. Now, I'm going to tell my joke first.
0: Yeah, please do.
1: Because my joke is the joke. All right. A couple of cows were smoking a joint and playing cards. That's right. The stakes were pretty high. (laughs) (laughs) That's my joke. All All right. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. All right. Your turn. All
0: right, man. So it was three homeboys. They got stranded on an island. And so they trying to get out this island, man. They found a, a genie. A genie said, I mean, I'm going to give you one wish. You get one wish, each one of you, and it'll come true. All right, first guy when he said, man, I already know what my wish is. I wish I was back at home and off this island. So, boom, he was gone. Back home, off the island. All right. Second guy was like, I want the same thing. I wish I was back home and off the island as well. The third guy was like, man, it's lonely. I wish my homeboys was back. They wasted it. (laughs) Let's go. I like it. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) I like
1: it. I like it. Charlton A. Holt is a native of Birmingham, Alabama and an alum of Tennessee State University, where he received his cum laude bachelor's degree in business information systems. Charlton is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Beta Omicron Chapter, and after graduation, Charlton worked eight years as a quality assurance engineer for a local Birmingham IT consulting and marketing company, and was previous owner of Echo Lounge before accepting a call into the ministry in 2012. I'm going to fast forward all the way down to where you say he, had the, he has had the honor of presenting the gospel not only in the United States, but in countries such as Croatia, Honduras, Haiti, and Bolivia. Also, through his Christian leadership journey, Charlton served as an overseer for Oasis Church in Nashville, Tennessee. Charlton recently relocated back to Birmingham in October of 2022 and now serves as pastor at the Woodlawn location of Church of the Highlands. Now, hold on, let me get this back. Here's really what everyone wants to know. What's that? How did you marry Beyonce's dancer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. We going we gonna to talk a little bit. I, I had to throw that tease out there.
0: That's the question, man. Put you know, it out there. I, put I had in the room, to let the people
1: know, we going to go there. All right, all but right. we going to back up all the way first. First of all, This is my cousin, everyone, and I want to know what it was like growing up with your family. Like, Charlton is the baby, and so I just want to know what that was like. Two big brothers, big sister, my cousins, my family. I want to hear all about it.
0: Man, growing up was great. Yeah. I, that's all I can say. Growing up was great, <laughs> man. Uh, I, I got the best uh, family, the best siblings, the best brother, the best sister uh, that you can ask for. And so I was the baby, the like the uh oh baby. Like, where did he come from, baby? So it was a uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So my my closest sibling is like eight or nine years older than me. So. Yeah. When I was in fifth grade, my oldest, well, my closest sibling was a senior in high school. Right,
1: right. I and mean, so, you were a baby. A like, baby we did baby. not come up together at all. Like Man,
0: <laughs> I, was, I was a baby, but I was having like big kids experience. And so, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you remember senior skip day, right? Yeah. That was a big thing, you know? Yeah. And so, when I was in fifth grade, I never forget, you know, my 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 brother who was a senior at Ramsey High School. In order for him to participate in senior skip day, because my mom was out of town, he had, he had to, to check it. me out of school. So I, <laughs> I'm senior skip day in fifth grade, baby. Come that on, that is
1: hilarious.
0: Come on, man. So as you can imagine, I experienced a lot at an early age, you yeah. know, and and never thought anything of it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Were you were you athletic? More into music? What was what was that? The, more, like, well-rounded. I always, like, um, you know, I don't have to tell you, our parents were so intentional right. in raising us. Right. You know, my mom was a psychopath. <laughs> I had to do church, um, sports, um, martial arts, had singing the choir the whole nine yards because I used to get into so much. Yep. Yeah. What about you? What same what was your thing? thing, man? That's yeah. the
0: type of family. We did it all. Yeah. So yeah. We, we we played sports, basketball, football, soccer. Which is your favorite? basketball playing basketball if i was a couple more feet taller inches taller and a a little bigger in stature i probably would have played football but Uh you know Rams didn't have no football team that was was the 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 ploy to get everybody there we're gonna get a football team next
1: year (laughs) they said that
0: for 25 years and they finally got a football team they
1: finally got one so yeah
0: so we we did it all played sports uh i was in the band i played um the the drums uh, we did everything, okay. but also, you know, our family raised us too. You gonna do all that, but you gonna go to church too. You gonna, you're gonna be, you know, at the so youth Bible man. You gonna be you're gonna at gonna everything be choir
1: rehearsal. You gonna be at the the uh,
0: Boy Scout. You gonna Sc- be at yeah. uh, vacation Bible <laughs> school, summer camp. I mean, we we did everything. You yes. know, that's just how we was raised, man. Now, when we were
1: when when you were coming up, did you feel any Tugging from the Lord Or was that Did it all come later in life What what? Where was your mind Yeah at, not at
0: all man Yeah Not at all At least yeah. I didn't I didn't feel it And I probably was so blind to it So You
1: that's know We we was
0: raised I was Kind of raised Success driven So we had I come from a very Business minded family right. You know With Busheline Feneral home And a very uh, Entrepreneurial Spirited Right Family And so That's kind of Was like the, the, the goal, you know, yeah. it's like, Hey, succeed in everything you do. It, yeah. it wasn't a question of like, where are you going to, uh, or if you're, going, if to you're school, going to school, It's just where you're yeah. going, you know, yeah. that's just how, I mean, all of, all of my siblings, we went to college college yeah. graduates. Um, and then, you know, we always had something to fall back on with was the funeral home. So now
1: what made you go to Tennessee state?
0: Uh, cause my brother went to Tennessee state. Okay. And again, I went to Tennessee state at an early age. Yeah. I saw that at Tennessee state. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, that's where I'm going to go. And it was farther, farther away from home that parents can't just pop up on you. Yeah. But it was close enough that they can that pop you up need on to you. Get you know what I'm saying? If I needed, needed yeah. something, they need to come check on me. If I need to get home, it was close enough. So I thought it was ideal. Uh, to go to Tennessee State. So that's what I did, man.
1: Now, went to Tennessee State, came back. You were doing really well. Um, I even remember when you opened Echo Lounge and everything. Then, no, hold on. You would have met your girlfriend before then, right? Yeah. How did y'all meet?
0: Crazy story. So. yeah. You know, we grew up in church. And right. I tell people even though I was in church, I ain't know no church. You know what I'm saying? Like I say that was, all the time. It was social. It was. It was. So, it
1: was almost like an ex- It's just what we did.
0: It's what we did. When you know it, the the relationship aspect of Christianity didn't exist. No, for me, not you at know, all. So that's just for me. Maybe some other people around me it, it right. clicked, but it didn't really click for me until later on. So
1: and not only that. But when people said it clicked early, I look at them crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like seriously, like the Lord called you at twelve. What? He made you miss all of the. You know, <laughs> but and that's yeah. part of my but story. Because
0: I'm so I'm so grateful that I didn't. You know what I'm right. saying? Honestly, right. I, I am living like. Some of the residue of some of the stuff that I was in, and I wish I probably didn't, but I'm so thankful I had the opportunity Absolutely. to experience a lot of that stuff. Absolutely. So back to how I met my my wife, uh, at this time, I mean, we had a a youth retreat at okay. Sixth Avenue, but it was a joint retreat with Sardis. Yeah. So, Again, I don't remember none godly happened on that trip. <laughs> just you knew just
1: knew it was gonna be some a, a, new females a new pool around. Of females was
0: gonna be there, so I'm there. You I'm there. So I tell people this all the time, man. That was, I, and I was. I don't even need to tell people we went to church. But <laughs> we on this treat retreat, man. In high school, we got wine coolers. <laughs> We like, Y'all we kicking it up, we kicking it, you know what I'm saying? And so that's why I first met her. And so she went to the School of Fine Arts, and so okay. therefore it was like, again, another pool that my homeboys weren't used to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. We have access to the breed that's of, right, of Alabama School of Fine that's Arts. Right. And so when I seen her, I was like, oh man, that's that's the chick uh, I hear people talking about. And so that's why I, I, I first met her. All and right, she was a dancer back then, too. She cool. so. You
1: decided
0: to come back. Came back.
1: Was Reluctantly. it? Uh,
0: you were reluctant. I mean, man, you being from Birmingham, when you leave, it's yeah. almost like a escape. Uh, a, you know, it's, you, you're away, <laughs> but it's almost like a letdown when you come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause you Like especially at that time. Yeah. Right now, Birmingham is thriving. Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not the Birmingham of 20 years ago. Right. You know. So that's right. Uh. And that was 2008. So that's when we had a recession. So why nobody getting no jobs in 2007, 2008? The market, uh-huh. everything had kind of crashed. And so I thought I was going to be in D.C., the closest to Birmingham, maybe Atlanta. Right. And so I was a part of a program uh, through IBM. Um, and so they the plan was to, like I said, either be in Cali, San Francisco, uh, D.C., or Atlanta. And so they didn't take anybody out of that program that year because of the recession. And so I had graduated a semester early. So my parents was just like, come back to Birmingham. Uh-huh. You, you got time. You're saving us money. You ain't in school right now. Yeah. So come back to Birmingham, and, and, and you'll just figure it out from there. So right. that's what I did, and I'm I'm glad I did. You know, it gave me a little space, a little time, and um, and, and that's what I did. So I came back to Birmingham, and I started working for a uh, IT consulting firm. Uh-huh. And from there, um, my – creative brain just started, started flowing, because I knew Birmingham needed some things based off the experience of me going away. Yeah. And to be honest, I was implementing things at the time. Birmingham wasn't ready for. So yeah, I remember doing a day party at the Wine Loft for the Classic. And years everybody ago. like, during the day? <laughs> Ain't nobody messing with my day party, man. Yeah. Not everybody doing day parties. Yeah. Give, me, give me my flowers, give Birmingham. You flowers. Give me your flowers. That's what I'm man. talking about. Uh, so yeah, man, I came back to Birmingham in 2000. Seven two thousand eight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. After I graduated from Tennessee State, now, what made you open a club? So uh, a good <laughs> friend of mine, uh, and he's like a cousin of mine too. Probably one of the smartest people I know. He ended up coming back to Birmingham too. His name is Marcus Carson, um, executive director for Growing Kids. Yeah, one of the smartest, most brilliant guys, business minded guys I know. Um, and so we were sitting at at his Tell house. Him, I want him on the podcast. Hey, he may not. He don't like doing stuff like this. Yeah, but he'll, they he'll people me. need to know about the kings, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were sitting at his career, man. To be honest, we 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 chilling, probably sipping on something, uh, smoking on something. And we like, man. Let's let's open up a club, like like a lounge. We need yeah. something different in Birmingham, and so we was just trying to. Think ahead of the game. We knew like one nothing happening in Inslee, but we knew the sportsplex was coming at some point. Uh-huh. We knew some business developments were coming. That's it is what it is now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so we got out in Inslee first, man, with Echo Lounge, and we 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 did a hookah lounge uh yeah. through Echo Lounge, and so we now doing this a- is. I
1: was trying to fast forward to this point. This is where I I got thrown off, right? Yeah. Because you had just told me. You were opening the club. Now, yep. of course, it wasn't just, but in, this is how it seems in time, in time. And the next thing I know, your dad telling me you finna be a preacher. Man, crazy. <laughs> crazy.
0: <laughs> what crazy, happened? man. Well, how crazy. Tell me? I want to know about that juncture of time. All right, so Echo Lounge came about. My 25th birthday was the grand opening of Echo Lounge. Okay. 25th birthday, and so at that time, Like, I was working in corporate. I mean, had the house, had uh, the car I wanted, had the girl. Everything that I thought I was supposed to be doing was happening. You know what I'm saying? And so being in Birmingham, I I was good. Life was cush. Um, And so something started to stir, man, and I had my first just experience. You know, we say we've been in church all this time, man, but I had my first encounter, man, where I knew God was real. Like, I, Mm -hmm. I felt him. I heard him. I had an experience on my kitchen floor where it, it changed my my world. You know what wow. I'm saying? And so uh after that, man, I I knew something was happening. And so it had got to a point where I was pulling up at Echo Lounge at night and I didn't I couldn't even go in no more. Like I'm yeah. sitting in the car reading, trying to understand, you know? And so, uh, and I had never been like that, you know? And so even when it comes to I know I was just sharing, like, hey, we smoke weed and drink. Even when it came to smoking weed, you know what I'm saying? I had been one of those people. I'm always gonna smoke weed. I'm a mm-hmm. productive weed head. That's yeah. what I told people. In college, I'm a productive right. weed head. Get it right. So I smoke and make A's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I smoke and come up with business ideas, yeah. you know. That that had just been my my ammo, you know? And yeah. so uh even after that, man, like I would smoke and I would like trip out like smoky. Like, you know, and wow. so and I I and I heard this man's voice, like. I, I never forget it, man. Was like, it's it's good. I created that. But what I what I've called for you to do, you gotta put it down. Because it's not a representation of you anymore. It's gonna be a representation of me. Mm-hmm. And so uh I, I put it down, man, and I started to just change how I was maneuvering and how I was thinking. You know what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit was doing his work in me. Um, and so, like I said, I'll pull up at Echo Lounge, couldn't even go in. We got a, a great event going on, and I'm sitting in the car reading, you know. Yeah. I'm sitting in the car with my Bible open. I'm sitting in the car watching uh, T.D. Jakes or Creflo yeah. Dollar, anybody that I can find, man, to learn. So let me to, ask to you this. Did you
1: think God was just trying to get you out of where you were, or did you kind of know he was Putting a calling. Right? I ain't know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I just you just knew he was pulling you When he you called
0: me, it's like my life flashed before my eyes. And so I saw my childhood. I saw everything that I thought was a success. I saw some of the sports teams I was playing for. I, I saw people. I saw all of these things that I thought I did. You know, we talked about how our parents raised. So I thought like, man, these are my accolades. Mm-hmm. And that's what he showed me. He said, man, all of those things, that was me. And so now I'm going to use all of those relationships for my glory and not your own. And I didn't know what that looked like. You know what I'm saying? So I thought I was just going to be a a mouthpiece for him in the business world or in my job or whatever the case may be because that's what some people are called to. I didn't think – matter of fact, that was the farthest of me preaching because I didn't want to be on no platform. I didn't want to speak in front of people. And so I just thought I got radically saved and I wanted to tell everybody, show everybody. Um, and it wasn't until, like, it started pressing upon me where he was showing me, like, no, that's I, I called you something greater. And I'll never forget, man, I was sitting at home trying to figure it out, and my sister had called me. I'm, I probably was in the bed crying, like, Lord, what are you doing? And my sister called me out of the blue, and she said, I mean, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but she said, go turn it on, she said a specific channel, uh, and it was a, a a gospel message being given, and it was called Just Do It. Like Nike, just do mm. it. whatever God is calling you to do, whatever's on your spirit, whatever's on your heart right now, just go do it. And I knew what that was. Mm. And so just so happened, uh, I had started attending uh, a new church and they had a ministry school and they they basically nurtured people that had a call on their life. And so I knew like that was my next step. And so I hopped into that school, still thinking like I can go through this ministry school, but it's equipping me to, you know what I'm saying, work in a workplace sure. or whatever. I still wasn't thinking pastor or, sure. you know what I'm saying, anything like that. Um, and so it was just like a, a process and a journey and God leading and I'm following, you know what I'm saying, even though I, I didn't know what it looked like or I, I couldn't figure out the next step, you know, I just had to follow. And so it it, it landed me here, man. Man.
1: What makes you so Birmingham. Mm, what makes me so Birmingham? Mm. What makes you so Birmingham? You've been you've been all over the world. You've had all of these experiences. This is home, but what makes you
0: Birmingham? What makes me Birmingham? Uh I think Birmingham makes you Birmingham. You know what I'm mm. saying? You can't be Birmingham unless you're from Birmingham. Yeah. Not an implant, you know what I'm saying? Not like the new wave of people that's coming to Birmingham, you Birmingham if you from Birmingham, you know right. what I'm saying. And so you can through the the lingo and through conversations, you can know you can tell somebody from Birmingham. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like yeah, you can tell somebody from Birmingham. <laughs> so um, I, I and I just think that's what it is, man. Like I I love in a unique way. I love Birmingham. Like, people be like, man, you going back to Birmingham? I'm like, yeah, I'm going back to Birmingham. And so I've, I've always been a, even though I probably didn't speak on it when I was here, I've always been an advocate for Birmingham because I think Birmingham is a special place. You got special people. I think some of the most talented people are in Birmingham. I think some of the most um, unseen territories and businesses and business owners are in Birmingham. But I I, I think it's one of the best-kept secrets, too. So shout out to, to Randall Woofing and what he's doing up on putting a spotlight on Birmingham because I think it's now getting the spotlight it deserves. Mm-hmm. And people are coming like, man, Birmingham pretty dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Birmingham got some dope people. So yeah. uh, I'm excited to kind of be back and catch the wave of what's happening in Birmingham and see how I can add some value uh, to the city that I love, man.
1: I did that on purpose. When we started talking about Birmingham, you didn't have so much of a gleam in your eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it you up, man. And now the more you talk about it, you know why you here. You yeah. know you know he brought you back home the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought you back home now because there are needs in our city that is going to take somebody that's so Birmingham to fix. Mm, you know what good. I'm saying? No no matter how short that season is, no matter how how brief the time or how long, I just you know I just dare to say God keeps bringing you back for a reason. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying. And 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 until and and until He gets that out of you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's what it's gonna be. Where can you're not big big on all social media? You do a little Instagram, but I I <laughs> my social media game is
0: weak. It's weak, bro. I ain't gonna lie.
1: You, it's weak. You had you had started doing a little more because that's how we keep up with you in Florida. Yeah, yeah. And you, you started posting a little more, but now that you back home, um, you ain't posting weak, again. It's weak,
0: man. <laughs> but all, where all can you see people my daughter on my social media. <laughs> but where can people find you? Man, I'm on Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. at Charlton Hope on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, Charlton Hope on Facebook. All right. I ain't, I ain't, a a, a Twitterer. <laughs> I, I ain't got no Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I got a TikTok, but I don't use that either, man. Yeah. So I got I got to do better. I got to surround myself uh, by, by more people like you, man. You Get me sound,
1: right. You sound like a... Get me right, man. You sound like me on all of social media, how I am on TikTok. I'm just there to look at other people. <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? I'm I, not really it. there to post. I just want to see what other folks ju- do. I just
0: want to see the, the dance trend, man. <laughs> the new two steps, man. That's, that's, that's right. all. You know, so... <laughs> I, I got I gotta do better. I think you convicted me on that. Like, man, use that, man. Yeah. You got a voice and people you need it. I I I'ma do better, bro. We gonna I'ma do, do, better. do better.
1: Citizens Trust Bank in service to the community since nineteen twenty one. Here at Citizens Trust Bank, we've built ourselves on your trust. Trust that comes from stability, solidarity, and being a good community partner. We're proud to serve the Magic City by helping you turn your financial goals into a reality whether it's saving for your child's education, to buying that dream home or vehicle, to starting or building your business. CTB has been there and will continue to be here to be a trusted advisor for all of life's milestones. We welcome the opportunity to earn your business and to serve you in the best capacity possible. Visit us online at ctbconnect.com or visit us at our location at 1700 3rd Avenue North. We are Citizens Trust Bank. The bank that has been here is currently here and will continue to be here to serve the community. Aside from the church,
0: what is your favorite charity? Man, I think I just mentioned it. Uh, Before I moved, I was very uh, involved with Growing Kings. Mm -hmm. And the reason why, you know, even though I think, like I said, Marcus is one of the most brilliant people I know, uh, just what he is doing with their inner city males, yeah. I think needs to be duplicated and poured into. So yeah. uh, we talk about some of the crime, we talk about some of the the negative and cons of Birmingham, mm-hmm. but it, it 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 can be solved through our our young males, our children, you know. And so uh, what he is doing, like raising kings, you know, who feel like less than, don't have any role models or mentors teaching them about life, teaching them about life skills, you know, teaching them the importance of exposure, you know, I I, I think it's something that's a game changer. And so uh, that that's my favorite charity in Birmingham um, because I see the fruit from it, you know, so. Well, uh,
1: first I'm going to say this. Um, when Marcus first started working on Growing Kings, I was, you know, I came across him. I was like, man, i I want him to be a member of the 100 Black Men. Mhm. After I saw what he did, I was like, man, we need to be a part of what he, he doing.
0: doing. <laughs> I mean, the I'm boy just mine, I, man. yeah, he's incredible. The boy mine he's and incredible. so we 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 was a great team. He he was my business partner with Echo Lounge. Yeah. Um as I mentioned that um and he I mean he got so much in him. Yeah. You know, and so he he got the brain. He hates stuff like this, though. He yeah. hates speaking in front of people. He's <laughs> he he behind said, man, the he scenes. He said, man, let's build tinkerer. this thing out together, yeah. man. You go do it. You, yeah. go, you go speak and you go represent it, man. That's just the type of guy. Well, he don't, we gonna get he it. don't care about the I politics and other that Marcus,
1: stuff. I don't care, Marcus. You coming on here. But yeah. look here. Uh, if you don't answer one of these questions, you got to make a donation to Growing Kings. Come on. But they're easy. First of all, what's your Zodiac sign? Man, I don't, what am I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not going to ask, ask 23rd, the part two, which is a, what does that
0: mean? <laughs> man, like, I don't get into any of that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I'm i a Capricorn, but I don't really know what that means. Yeah. But when people say the stuff, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that pretty much applies. But anyway, I, what's your favorite color?
0: My favorite color. All right, that's an easy one. Uh, blue. Okay. Yeah, blue. Your favorite color?
1: Artist or genre of music? Ooh.
0: Should I get a pastor answer or? <laughs> Give both. Do both. Pre-pastor ratchet. Yeah. Do swear. both. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uninhibited. My my favorite artist is J. Cole. So I'll okay. tell TDJ. If we talking to TDJ that I just got such a huge respect for J, uh, J. Cole. And that's just one of those artists that regardless of. You know, wh- whoever I'm speaking in front of yeah. or sharing with, I I will uh, vouch for J Cole. Yeah. You know? So I-, I listen. That's that's my guilty pleasure. If I'm I'm listening to some some hip hop or some rap,
1: remind me to come back to this. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sick ser- No, let's do it now. What's that? Tell me. All right. I have this. No, we'll come back. No, we'll- come we'll- on. It's on it's on your tongue. Get All it out. right. Come All on. right.
0: <laughs> Speak it.
1: I have a really. Bad relationship with music. Okay.
0: Tell me, tell me more. Come on.
1: Like, I like that ratchet. But, like, I really don't even listen to words. I like beats hey, and hooks. I, I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm really not listening. And I'll – so long story short, I have made it up in my mind. You really can't tell me any difference that music is what's wrong with these kids. You cannot pump into their heads, you know, kill, shoot, you know, you can't do that, not teach them uh, um, problem solving skills or conflict resolution, pump that in their heads. Get them dizzy and send them out into the world, right? Mm-hmm. I, you just you're not gonna tell me you can do that, but I also don't I don't necessarily condemn music and and hard lyrics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. See, what my problem is is I don't mind us listening to it mm-hmm. because we listen to it, we bop our heads, we go back to our homes calm homes good families all this stuff it was just a moment of entertainment right whereas over here it's a lifestyle, lifestyle. yep and so where does the word what should I not be listening that to to that at all or is it okay as long as you're not making it your lifestyle and do, that's my bad relationship with with ratchet
0: music I, I got it you know and so I, I that's, that's one young folks ask me all the time and so I always ask is it edifying you know so are you because it's do it's, we have to edify irritating. all the time you don't but <laughs> you know? it's balanced. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you don't got no exposure you're not listening to anything else and all you receiving is hold this or mm-hmm. smoke this and drink that and do you know what I'm saying like that's what you become. Yeah. But if you know what I'm saying, if it, if you got a balance of you getting 80% something that's nourishing and edifying, right. and then you take like I said, a guilty pleasure. Yeah. And you got your 20% of ratchet music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then the, the 20% probably not gonna infiltrate that the 80. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the eighty is gonna easily infiltrate the twenty. So you know what, what I'm, I'm
1: hearing you say is it's not necessarily Partaking of <laughs> enjoying yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit of ratchet music every now <laughs> and then—that's not a problem. What the problem is is living that life. Yes,
0: yes. I feel so and, much. And better. what you're consuming, you yeah. know, what I'm saying, don't don't quote me on that. Like, no, here's, here's the thing. I'm quoting. Here, God,
1: he here's said. The thing. <laughs> Everybody
0: knows what's good for them and what's not. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So you'll know. If this is affecting you, know you know what I'm saying. But does
1: but do they? Because I'm I'm serious. Now, I can be a little convicted. Like I'm serious. Well, like like less I listen. If you're I listen. Well, I'm saying I listen to NPR. Like don't I just listen like crazy? Like nothing but NPR, um, um, classical music, all that stuff. But when I'm listening to something else, let me back up. There came a time when I would listen to something else, and I felt bad. I wouldn't listen to it at all. But now it's just, I think you use the perfect word, guilty pleasure. But someone told me something else, which was, don't go back to something that God delivered you from. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? So I got all these differing messages going through my head. That's why I asked.
0: And that's what I'm saying. If you got the temptation to go back, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you know you need to cut it off. You get it. So <laughs> yeah. that's just like, oh, man, if you're an alcoholic, you know, and, right. and you know what I'm saying? Man, I don't drink no more, but, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a go step, step foot in the bar, right. right. you know, right. a yeah. you know, bar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But if you know you get a taste of alcohol, you know, it breeds something. You know what I'm saying? It may not be the first drink. Yeah, may not be the With second. It is the first. You know, the whatever first drink you know is you, the problem. know you. So, <laughs> yeah. Therefore, yeah. you know, like I, your your gateways matter. What yeah. you're listening to, what you're consuming, anything that's a, a gateway to your spirits, it matters. You yeah. know. So, and that's that's the thing that I learned um, in in my journey. The spirits are real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. And that's just part of my story. You know, like yeah. the the. You know the old school cartoons of um, let me see when they have like a little angel on one shoulder and a that junk real yes it's that real junk, that junk real <laughs> it's real yeah But people don't realize that yeah. you know like it's 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 a little thing that's trying to get you still kill and destroy and then you got the little Holy Spirit angel that's trying to direct you into the good and perfect plan that God has for you and so if you don't realize that battle you know what I'm saying yeah. like and so that's why I can't. Listen to certain things for too long. I can't watch what I used to watch. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. some inside of me just don't sit right no more. You know, yeah. so uh, that's why that's when I said, like, man, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some 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 people, like you said, don't even listen to music. Don't take it. They just for the, for the beat. You yeah. Know what I saying? really am. Like I. But all the people ain't. There you know what are I'm saying? times they
1: that I will like if I happen to just be focused or something. And I'll listen to what they're saying. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to. And I will actually turn it off. But if I'm just, you know, in my little fun and bopping and, you know, plus I play the same song yeah, yeah, over yeah, and over yeah. and
0: over again. So, And and here's another thing i say before we move on to the next one. Now when I listen and do things, it's bigger than me. So, like, mm. I can't find myself listening something that I think, like, oh, that don't affect me, but. If it affect my daughter or if it affect somebody that I see me, Oh well, Charlton listening to it, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm going to go listen to it too. Right. You know what I'm saying? It must be okay. So that's right. why I want to stop. Hey, now I ain't giving you permission to do anything. Right. But like I said, you know what's right, you know, is it edifying? Would it cause somebody else to stumble? You know, like all that goes into play when I think about music and stuff that I allow in my gateway, so.
1: I love that. What's your favorite holiday? My favorite? Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I was down for Christmas at first.
0: Man, you better not get this wrong. What you about to say?
1: But, man, lately I've been feeling Thanksgiving like crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It's just we are so blessed. Our family is just amazingly blessed. And now, like at Christmas, we dig it more – how many angels we can buy? Mm. Angel tree, like it's that so much of that giving, give back, and and I don't know, maybe it's just psychological, but Thanksgiving is just really. I
0: got you, I got you, really I taking you. off. I got of you. Me. I, got you. Yeah. I love Christmas though, man. It's just about the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Know? Do you cook? Man, I used to. I ain't had no choice. Yeah. I, I was single for seven years. <laughs> so. Well. If you had
1: to cook something All right. like what what would be your go to like go to you no, know you can
0: cook this, man, this meal. fried chicken, okay, I cook some good fried chicken, mac and cheese, oh you good cook, mac and cook. cheese
1: like I warm up. Like, I follow, the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, the, the recipe. Now, you cook. You got to have a go-to, man. That's mm. that's the, uh. My
0: go-to is tuna fish. Oh, see. <laughs> I'm nah. telling you, bro, I am the worst. Man, that's. No, I can do some you mac and cheese, invite some me chicken, over. some salmon, you know. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. What is your favorite movie, Ooh. either of all
0: time or recent, That matter? Uh. What's my favorite movie? Shawshank Redemption is one.
1: Didn't somebody say Shawshank Redemption? Somebody
0: else said that. I gotta watch that. Shawshank Redemption. Uh, matter of fact, I, I peep game on that later in life. People, somebody told me about it. And okay, I, watched it. I was like, man, somebody's my recently favorite movie this Yeah. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. I gotta
0: watch that. That's a good one. Okay, and then remember the Titans too. That's my second.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one.
0: Your favorite season? Favorite season. So coming from Florida, we had one season. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. that's it. Hot that's, and hot, hot and hot. So I ain't get no seasons, man. Yeah, like right now it's probably ninety degrees uh, where I came from. Oh wow, that's but beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know. could, I could get. Used so I to came that. back to Birmingham and got depressed. I can get used. But to my that. favorite season probably spring. Spring. Yeah. Before okay. it get too hot.
1: Now, what I this, you know what question I'm about to ask? It's. I don't even know the answer. No, it's. It's the the humor is that I don't even like. I won't even know the answer once you say it. What's your favorite pair of Jordans? Oh, (laughs) that was
0: that threw y'all didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I am. Oh man, I'm trying to think of which ones I got in numbers. I love a good eleven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good classy. All right. Jordan. I was just at uh, what's the new spot? Right. Well, I don't know if it's new. It's new to me. Right, uh uh-huh. Right on First Avenue. I heard about it. Uh, I haven't
1: been. I'm not a big tennis shoe head, but I I I need me some Jordan, so I'm gonna go over there and get me some Jordan. What's the name bring, of the place? I uh, want
0: to shout. What them was out. What's it called? Memory Lane. Memory
1: Lane. If y'all need shoes, Memory Lane. Black owned Memory Lane. Check them out. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So that yeah, eleven. I'm gonna have to go with the Elevens. What is
1: your dream car? Ooh. Oh.
0: Dream car. Yeah. Um, what is that? The Audi, was that RS R7? Yeah, yeah. I okay. think that's that's white, black rims, black tint. Okay. You that's already know how head. you want it detailed yeah. out. Yeah.
1: iPhone or Android. Oh,
0: iPhone, man. <laughs> The disgust uh, man, on your face. <laughs> I was helping some folks today, man. Even with computers, man, they got all different types of I said, man. If you had a MacBook, you can just, you know, exactly. stream it right onto the TV, man. Exactly. Stop playing, man. Get you come on if with the app. If you Apple. had
1: a superpower, what would it be? If you could
0: have a superpower. Ooh. I think to be invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I would be invisible. Okay, if I had, if I could turn that on, turn that off. Yeah, that'd be that'd be one. Yeah,
1: mine is flying, flying. Yeah, I I thought
0: about flying too. That would be man, it'd be dope to
1: to fly. Yeah, to fly. Come on, man. My, my, Being invisible is My brain is thing not... flying.
0: You know, I'm going to fly. And then five years from now, everybody flying. Because that's how I it. You know what I'm saying? I got to think of something else, man. I got you. I
1: got you. You got to think of something that can nobody, nobody do if, do, if they man. Try. Come
0: on, man. I'm gone. I'm gone. All right.
1: Now, if you, and this is a good question for you, you've made all the right decisions. But if you could go back in time and talk to your youngest self, what advice would you give?
0: If I had to talk to my younger self, I was talking to some people, um, some young young adults. Like I know I would want me. to go
1: to my eighteen year old self. Yeah. Specifically, where would where would you go, and and what would you advise?
0: Um, I, I would say utilize the. The adults and wisdom around me. Oh, that's a good one. Because I thought they were idiots. When idiots. I was,
1: <laughs> when I was young, I really thought it didn't make we were sense. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So
0: if I could go back, I would sit with some people that uh, that I knew was in a season ahead of me, and 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 pick their brain on what I need to do to be successful. That's a good. One. You know what I'm saying? I, of, I really feel that. And yeah. so if I if I would have did that a little bit more, because we had some great people. Yeah, around us, you know, especially at the church. I mean, yeah, like yeah.
1: seriously, like so I have friendships now with you know our fathers and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. If we had looked at them differently, if mm. we had looked at them then like we look at them now, right? Oh man, I'm, how much farther ahead would we be? Yeah. Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Speed round.
0: Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Mm hmm. Uh, Regents Park.
1: Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Railroad Park. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena?
0: Legacy Arena.
1: All right. Crossplex or Legion Field?
0: Legion Field. Come on, classic.
1: Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center?
0: McWayne Science Center.
1: Slos Furnace or Vulcan Park?
0: Vulcan Park.
1: He's always happy when people choose McWayne. <laughs> <laughs> Civil Rights Institute or Negro League Museum? Civil Rights Institute. All right. Barons or Squadron? Barons. Legion or Stallions? Legions. Who is the greatest rapper of all time? Lil Wayne. What? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go
0: ahead. Oh, he he's he, he got to say something. I was actually trying to to cue you to talk about what Sebastian said because I'm over here. I didn't want to say anything, but I, that's maybe the second person that's agreed with Sebastian. So for all of our listeners and subscribers out there, go back and listen to season one. It was episode two, I believe, with Sebastian Cole to get uh, to to hear his analysis of why. Lil Wayne is the GOAT. Yeah, a a healthy Lil Wayne.
1: A healthy (laughs) Lil Wayne. Now, why is he the GOAT? Tell me why he the GOAT.
0: Man, he's just different, man. Yeah. When it comes to uh, lyrical genius, you know, like in his prime, oh, man, he can go. I feel you. So. Now,
1: the question we've all been waiting for. What's that? How did you propose to Allison? We want to know the all the good details. We want to know the love story we just got on the <laughs> other side of, of Valentine's Day. And, yeah.
0: Man, I would say what time. So a lot of people don't know we was engaged And that was
1: another. Twice. I, exactly. I you wanted know, you to say that. And that's a therefore. part of my story,
0: too. Yeah. So the first time was probably a little bit more climatic, I think. Uh, Than the second time. So the first time, uh, well, I don't know. It probably wasn't. I'm going to just go with the second time. So we, we, we're new creations. So yeah. The old is gone. The new is here. So. <laughs> well,
1: how did, th- how did things get to swelling back up? We'll say it COVID. that
0: way. COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah. COVID, man. That made everybody check themselves for a man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We reconnected right at the height of COVID. You know, yeah. right. That first week. That COVID uh, was out, and so we reconnected via text. I was in West Palm Beach. She was still in Birmingham. Okay. Um, We start reconnecting via FaceTime and phone. And uh, to be honest, this is another thing, too. You know, we got a lot of history, you know, um, and and that can breed a lot of toxic stuff in that, too. Yeah. If if you don't, uh, you know, be intentional with, like some of the stuff that you didn't walk through. So yeah. Uh, when we reconnected, the first thing we did was counseling. So not okay. as a couple, just to process just some of the stuff that we walked through, you know? Yeah. So uh, seen and unseen, you know? Yeah. And so we did that for 13, 16, I think it was 16 weeks okay. before we even got to a point of like, all right, we're going to be an, an item. again. Yeah. And so after that 16 weeks, I flew to Birmingham, met with her family, Essentially, had to apologize just from our 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 history and just ask, you know, like, hey, we're we're thinking about um, pursuing each other again and just get a blessing on it, thinking that they was gonna be like, heck no, yeah. And so the Lord was in it, man, and uh, they gave me gave us their blessing, and then after that, we started started dating.
1: That's
0: really sweet. Yeah, man. And so when we got when we proposed when I proposed. I was. I had a, a wedding in Memphis, and so we were still living um, apart. Uh-huh. Um, and so um, something was happening in Birmingham that I was supposed to come to, but I couldn't come to because I had a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she didn't know I was going to the wedding, and I drove to Birmingham after I flew to Memphis. Um, and then when she got home, I had everything set up at her mom's house and proposed at her mom's house. She didn't know I was in town. So I guess it was kind of sweet.
1: So what specific parts either of you getting back together or since being back together, are you bringing to your workshop this weekend? Like, I I know you have a game plan, but what what in there is specific? Like, I need to tell these folk this because we
0: did that. I think that, man, investing – the investment into your marriage um, is is where we're going. So yeah. um, a lot of people don't invest into their marriage. And what does that mean? And so uh, actually being intentional. So um, surrounding yourself with other healthy couples. Yeah. Um, again, the, the wisdom and guidance of people that have been places that you want to get to um, and sharing that. It and makes it, no
1: sense. Like as a young person... You know, we all think we're invincible, and you know this that, and another. It made no sense as a young married man to be hanging out with all my single homeboys. Yeah, yeah. Like in in that trans, regardless of age. But, but I'm just know. saying, yeah, I know. yeah, you know, So yeah. uh, that's a simple piece of advice that can take you a long way. Yeah, yeah. So
0: and then seeking out. uh To be honest, I just didn't have that model, so I had a. I had a great upbringing when it comes to provision. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to uh, the man's role um, to honor and serve his wife, Mm -hmm. that was kind of neglected, to be honest, in the household. So I didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I thought two great individuals make a great marriage, but it it don't. like that. Yeah. It makes it it even harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you feel like you got your own calling, you think you great – you, right. you can do good all by yourself, and right. then bringing those two pieces together is even harder, you yeah. know? And so we're, we're, we're two years in, but uh, still learning every single day, man. Uh, and like I said, marriage be hard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, marriage be hard, hard, and you got to work at it, and you got to be selfless, and you got to put yourself aside, and a lot of people ain't used to that. And so uh, divorces and separations are high, right now. And so um, you have to invest and you got to fight and you got to protect your marriage and you can't do it by yourself. That's another thing I learned, you know. So um, putting yourself around the right people, again, watching what you consume and having examples um, and having some accountability too yeah. goes a long way. So I got accountability around me to say, I hey, you not know, talking, that was stupid. You know, yeah. like, you, you yeah. need to apologize, hey, man, you, you sound a real prideful right now. You need right. to go back and do that a little different. Um, it's, it's, it's the only reason we're still in it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's hard, you know? And
1: um, early on, we were talking about um, young men, you know, how they're the key. Um As a pastor, I I definitely want you to take off your, you know, worldly and strict pastor Mm, hat mm -hmm. and talk about the situation with these murders and these killings in Birmingham. Mm. We need a word from God. What is it?
0: Man, I I mean, the scriptures are clear, man. It says, if my people will humble Mm. themselves... And pray and seek me seek my I will heal their land and so I think we're just in a place now where we're so consumed with self you know mm-hmm. we're consumed with great leadership mm-hmm. but we're not consumed with great Jesus followers you know and so producing Jesus followers you can get people to uh, come into what we call a relationship man with the 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 being who created everything who knows all things before you know who's the alpha and the omega you know who who is leading and guiding who knows all things if we can get people um into uh authentic relationships with with Jesus Christ man our world would be in a better place but it starts from lear, lear, uh loving and and serving people too you know and so i think we're just in a time now where everything is about us and whatever you want, whatever you feel, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? It's all about me, 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 me. And um and I think that's that's to our detriment. Mm. You know, so um if, if we can raise young men who um they know their true identity and their identity is not wrapped up in their daddy's identity.
1: Mm. It's not wrapped
0: up in the 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 identity of people from the hood that they're from, your identity is in Christ. And so even raised the way I was raised, I I still didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And so in my year 36 of life, you know what I'm saying, I'm still learning who Christ is and then know that as a a, a byproduct of that, that's who I am. You know what I'm saying? And so it Mm -hmm. changes my perspective, changes my posture. It changes how I maneuver because now life ain't about me. You know, and so uh, my favorite scripture is Matthew six thirty three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these desires will be given to you as well. And so for a long time, I sought the desires first. And then, you know what I'm saying, I right. bring Jesus on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had something that I wanted to do. Once I get it, thank you, Jesus. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Of, or I want this Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of, all right, thank you, Jesus. Lead me, guide me, open the door, shut it if it's not from you, Lord. Give me a vision. Is is this you? And then going out and get it knowing that it's something he has called me to. And when I receive it, I know I got it only because of him, because it was for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... Uh, That was a game changer for me, you know. Like, hey man, if you seek Him, and it's so crazy as you as we're teaching people how to seek Him, the desires change. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because when you're doing that, you know your your desires change because you know I'm saying something is happening inside of you, Um, and and so as you know, life ain't about you anymore. You know, saying the 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 things that you're chasing out there, the things that you're pursuing changes too. You know, and so uh, I wish we can. Do a better job, especially as the church, of, of 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 bringing the church outside of the church, if that makes sense. And so, yeah, yeah, uh, and and I think that's that's a heart of mine, you know, like coming into environments where you wouldn't normally find Jesus, and being a rep- being a representation of who he is, you know, saying in a relatable way. So um, I think that's the solution, man. Like, bring putting Jesus back on his throne. That's, that's the thing I think we're taking them out you know we we're, we're taking them out um and like I said we're producing a lot of great leaders and a lot of great everything but not great disciples of who he is and so if we can do that man I think that's a that's a game changer
1: I want to thank my cousin for joining us and charlton please give that baby a kiss for me I will man multiple multiple gotcha and Allison will do i want to thank you all for listening and as always, a huge shout out to creed sixty three r three sixty news and urbanham dot com Where can people find you to worship
0: uh we're right here in woodland man, right off uh Mesa airport uh highway um Church of the Hollands, Woodlawn Campus, man. Instead of going the direction towards the airport, go the opposite way and you'll run right into us.
1: And when are services?
0: We got services, man, every Sunday, 9 45, and 4 30 p.m. God bless. At Alabama Power, there's nothing more important to us than our customers and the communities we serve. Alabama Power is more than your reliable source of electricity. We're committed to building the future of energy and providing innovative solutions to our customers. Alabama Power offers energy efficiency tips to help lower your bills, and the company supports agencies that offer bill assistance. Alabama Power initiates and supports efforts to grow the economy and elevate the state of Alabama. And yes, we are also your reliable source of electricity. Alabama Power is for a better Birmingham and a better Alabama.